Hey family, how are you? How are you feeling today? How was your day? I pray all is well in the name of Jesus. So today, hey today family, a uh, today. I was reading Joel to it work and I was like, it blessed me so much. I was like, nah, I'm going to share this with my brothers and my sisters. I know that they want to be blessed. I know they want to be encouraged. And this encouraged my heart. And I want to share it with you. So I didn't really know what to name it, you know, because it has so many things, so many goodies, so many, so much nutrition and protein and iron in Joel 2. So I just, I just, just calling it what it is. I'm reading Joel 2. So let's get into the word of God. Enough with my rambling. Amen. So the Bible reads in verse one, blow ye the trumpets in Zion and sound an alarm in the holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh for it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness and the gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness as the morning spread upon the mountain, a great people and a strong there have not been ever like this, neither shall there be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. A fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness, yea, and nothing shall escape them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, and as horsemen, so shall they run. Like the noise of chariots on the top of the mountains, shall they leap like the noise of the flame of fire that devoureth the stumble, as a strong people set in battle array. Before their faces, the people shall be much pain. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march every one on his way. And they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk every one in his path. And when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the houses they shall enter in at the window like a thief the earth shall quake before them the heavens shall tremble the sun and the moon shall be dark and the stars shall withhold their shining and the lord shall utter his voice before his army for his camp is very great and he is strong that executed his word for the day of the lord is great and very terrible and who can abide it Therefore, also now, says the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning and rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth him of the evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. I have to pause, family, right there, right there. So the beginning of Joel 2, you know, God is sending his army. God is sending, you know, 
We need to get our life together. We need to get our heart together. And there is a, 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 a sentence against us. Amen. So the Bible is talking about God and his army that is coming to the earth. And all of these things are that's going to behold us. And we can't escape it. We won't be able to escape the great day of the Lord when he comes. If we do not, if we do not, if we do not repent and truly get our life together, when that day come and that twinkling come, we will be left behind. And there is going to be a great and very terrible time. These last days, you have not seen anything yet. But these last days are going to be, you cannot imagine what's going to come on the face of the earth when the church, when the bride is taken up. Amen. But see, this this is God preparing the heart of his bride. This is not for the unbeliever. This is not for the atheist. This is speaking to the bride of Christ. I want to continue because... The Bible is just so sweet right now. I'm just loving on this because God loves us that much. And I truly believe the trumpet is about to sound. The beginning of this said, blow ye the trumpet. The trumpets are about to sound. And if you are not ready and if you're not in position, you will get left behind and you will see that great and terrible day. And we cannot escape it. We cannot escape it. If we do not get raptured up, we cannot escape it. But what I'm loving on is that all that the Lord has said he said, but if you repent and if you turn your heart now, if you start fasting now, if you start weeping and mourning now, if you rend your heart, if you rend your heart and not your garments now. For the Lord is gracious and merciful and he's slow to anger and he's great in kindness and he will repent of his evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him that who's to say that when we finally get to that place where we have truly given our life to the Lord, that not only that he will remove his hand from that plan that he had to take us out from that great and terrible day, but that he will leave a blessing behind that he will leave a blessing. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering or a drink offering unto the Lord your God? This blessed me. Because not only that God has given us space to repent and not only God has given us time to get it together, that he don't want us just to get it together just for the sake of getting it together. That not only he will tone, turn around and change his mind and repent from the plan that he had, that he's going to leave a blessing behind. Oof. Let's finish reading. Verse 15. Blow the trumpets in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even those that suck on the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth out of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Family, it is time. It is time to start fasting and sanctifying ourselves. It is time to sanctify the body. It is time to assemble together. It is time to get our children out of the street and into the church. Listen to this. It's a gather, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even the ones that are nursing because the bridegroom is coming family. The bridegroom is coming. And as for me and my house, our children, especially if they're under the age of 18, don't have a choice. 
We should not be giving them choices to do anything other than enter into the house of God. God is saying, I need you and your entire household. We need to assemble together. The people need to gather together. The elders, the children, everybody, because the bridegroom is coming. And then verse 17, let the priests and let the ministers of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them let them say, spare the people, O Lord, and give not their heritage to a reproach that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is your God? Come on pastors. Come on leaders. Come on priests. Come on ministers. Come on apostles. It's time to weep. It's time to pray. It's time to go between the porch and the altar. It's time to supplicate. It's time to intercede for the people. It's time to go before God and say, have mercy. It's time to go before God. See, I love this. God divided the two. He said, get everybody together and then have the priests and the ministers cry out. Let the priests and the ministers cry out. Let them intercede. Let them wail. Let them weep for the people of God and say, oh Lord, have mercy. I am in love with this. And I say, oh, to every minister, to every pastor, to every apostle, to every man of God, every woman of God that is in position, it is time to get on the porch. It is time to get on the altar and weep for the people of God and weep for the people of God and weep for the people of God because the bride Bridegroom is about to come out of his chamber and the bride better be ready. The bride gotta be ready. And God is looking for a people that are ready to stand in the gap and intercede for his people. Oh, Jesus, this is good. This is good. This is good. Now is the time because the great day of the Lord is coming. Now is the time to pray. Now is the time to weep. Now is the time to fast. Now is the time to assemble. Now is the time to gather the people of God. Now it's time to go out in the highways and the byways and get these children and snatch them out of the hand of Satan. Now is the time that we go street witnessing. Now is the time that we labor for the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. This is the end time. This is an end time message, family. I, when I read it today, it was like the Lord was like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming and people are playing and they think they got time and they think they could get it together. But when that, when he comes out of his chamber, if we ain't ready, we will see that great and terrible day. We will see it. And I don't know about you, but I'm, t- I'm trying to get raptured up. I don't want to be left here. I don't want to be left here. And I know you don't want to be left here. Well, at least I pray you don't want to be left here. Verse 18. Then will the Lord be jealous for the land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil and you will be satisfied wherewith and I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. See, God is waiting for us to get in alignment. God is waiting for us to fast. God is waiting for us to weep and mourn. God is waiting for us to gather the people of God and pull these children out of the highways and into the house of God. God is waiting on us. And he said, when you do, 
When you do, I will send everything you need. You will have the corn, you will have the wine, and you will have the the oil. You will be satisfied. You won't need the world to satisfy you. You won't need the things of this world to satisfy you. When we repent with a whole heart, I like that it said to rend your heart, to rend your heart, to rend is to rip up, to tear apart. The Bible says, create in me a clean heart and a righteous spirit. And we got to get so, uh, we got to get so uh, fucked with the old man that we begin to rend that old heart and, and allow the, that new heart, that new heart, that cleansed heart to be the heart that is at the forefront of who we are. I love that it said that rend your heart, verse 13, and rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord, turn to the Lord, turn to the Lord. Oh, this bless me. This bless me. Who verse 20. But I will remove far off from you the North army and I will drive him to a land barren and desolate with his face towards the East sea and his hind part towards the uttermost sea and his stank shall come up and his ill savor shall come up because he has done great things. But fear not, O Lord, fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beast of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring, for the trees beareth her fruit, and the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain the former rain, and the latter rain, and the first month. Do you know what this means? That when we begin to get in alignment with God, that when we turn away from our sin and have a heart of true repentance, that he will give us the former rain, the former blessings moderately, not just a little bit, not just a little portion. The Bible says he will give us the former rain moderately. That when you get right with God, that those closed doors and those those missed opportunities and those things that God had to bless you that you missed out on because you was living in sin, that he will begin to allow that rain to fall on you moderately and come down and bless you. And not just the former rain, but then the Bible says in the latter rain, that not only that you could look forward to receiving what you lost, but you could receive the new, the new rain, the new blessing, the new anointing, the new faith the new oil, the fresh oil. I don't know about you, but I'm excited right now because this is a shift. It's a shift in the atmosphere. There is a shift that is taking place. And if you are sensitive to the things of the kingdom, if you are sensitive, you got to know that something is moving. God is moving. He is changing things and he is really causing his body to come in agreement. He is bringing us to our knees. He has been really dealing with the church concerning true repentance and getting their heart together. And we've been so worried about the sinner and the unbeliever, but he's talking to the church. The church got to get ready. The bride needs to be ready when the bridegroom come. Amen. And we need to get our heart right and our mind right. And we need to be in position so that when God comes, we are in agreement with him and we can 
can go up to glory. But when that sky crack open and we think we have time and we have no oil in our lap, we will see the great and terrible day. And I don't want that for you, my brother. And I don't want that for you, my sister. I want you to receive your former rain. I want you to be abundant with the rain that you missed out on. I want you to not only receive your former rain, but I want you to get that latter rain. Amen. I want you to get that wine. I want you to get that corn. I want you to get that oil. I want you to get it before the day of God, before that day comes. God has a blessing for us in the earth now. If we can come in agreement with his spirit, amen. If we can come in agreement and submit and obey the spirit of God, that there is a portion for us now. There is a blessing for us now. There is rain for us to receive now. I don't know about you, but you better get your umbrella out because it's about to rain. Amen. I feel it in the spirit like I have never felt it before. God has been dealing with me personally on so many different avenues. And I have to say, Lord, you're doing a lot. You're doing, you're doing this and you're tweaking that and you're tweaking this. And I, I, I said, Lord, what you doing? I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. And I need you right. I need your heart right. I need your mind right. I need you right to be able to do what it is that I called you to do in the earth. And I have to sound the trumpet for my brothers and sisters to let you know he's on the way. He's on the way. The great day of the Lord cometh. Be ye ready. Be ye ready. Don't miss it when that trumpet sound family. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. But when you get in line and you get right and you begin to fast and you begin to weep and you begin to mourn and you begin to cry out for the people of God. Oh, the former rain. The rain is coming. The rain is coming. Hallelujah. The rain is coming. Whew. Verse 24. And the flowers shall be full of wheat. And the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore unto you the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worms and the caterpillars and the palmer worm and the great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. I'm going to pause right here because the next sentence is the most important thing. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with wondrously with you and the people shall never be ashamed. If you know that God has been wonderful to you, if you know God has blessed you, if you know God has turned it around, if you already have been receiving some rain, amen, if you have been feeling the rain of God, have you been feeling the rain? If you already been feeling the rain and you received that form of rain and you started to see the corn, the wine, and the oil, can we just praise God right now? Because we serve an awesome God. We serve an amazing God that sits high and looks low. We serve a God that hand is not too short that he cannot save us. We serve a God who is is not too heavy that he cannot hear us. Can we just worship him for a moment for being awesome for being good. I don't know about you but I'm pretty sure there's a few of you that can just worship with me and thank God for the rain and thank God for the corn and thank God for the wine and thank God for the oil. We could just thank him right now that the 
wheat was full, that the wheat was full and that we have plenty and that we are satisfied in Christ Jesus. Can we worship him? Can we worship him? And then the Bible says, and my people shall never be ashamed that you can trust God and know that you will not be put to shame. And I want you to know that he said it twice. So when God says something twice, he mean it. Verse 27, and ye shall know that I am the God I'm sorry. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and I am the Lord, your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. He wants you to know tonight that you will not be ashamed trusting in him. That if when you repent and when you turn away from this world and when you let go of what the devil is trying to give you, you will not be ashamed and you will receive the former rain and you will be satisfied Oh Lord, oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All you got to do is let go of the hand of the enemy. All you got to do because you can't serve God and mammon. You can't drink of the cup of the Lord and the cups of devils. You got to make up your mind who cup you're going to drink of. Amen. You have to make a choice that I'm going to be sold out for Christ. And when you make that choice, family, you will not be ashamed, says the Lord God. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm just going to read it again because it's just so good. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else, no one else, no other God, none before me, none then, none now, just me and me alone. I am that I am and my people shall never be ashamed. I could not wait to come home and share this with you. I really couldn't share it at my job because I'm all excited right now. And they'd have been looking at me like, I guess you don't think you want to clock. But <laughs> I couldn't wait, family. It encouraged me. It, it blessed my heart to have this expectation that God is moving. And I know there's a shift. And he's been preparing my heart for that form of rain. He's been preparing my heart for the wine and the corn and the oil. He has been preparing my heart for the wheat. Amen. He has been preparing my heart to be satisfied in him. Amen. He has been preparing my heart. And I know that he's moving. And if you can be sensitive to the things in the spirit that you too can say the Lord is dealing with me. The Lord is fixing me up. The Lord is teaching me. The Lord is guiding me. The Lord is training me. The Lord is purging me. You know it. You know it that you know it and you may not understand it but you've been going through a lot of things and you like what is going on and you just gotta know that he's doing something in you because he don't want you to miss out on the former rain. He don't want you to miss out on the oil. He don't want you to miss out on the corn and the wine. He don't want you to miss out on him restoring unto you what was taken from you. Amen. That the things that we lost while we were yet in sin, the things that we lost while we were in our own way, the missed opportunities when we were in our feelings, that he will begin to restore unto us what the locust and the caterpillar and the canker worm has stolen 
stolen, that we serve a God of restoration. We serve a God that will give us back opportunities, that he will give us those missed and closed doors. I just want to worship him right now. I just want to praise him right now because I am reading this and it's coming alive to me and it's just so potent and it's just like, wow, Lord, wow. That's all I can say is wow, that I will behold the glory of the Lord. Wow. And that my people shall never be ashamed. If you not encourage family, hallelujah. Oh, this encouraged me. Let's continue reading. Verse 28, a very popular verse, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the hand servant in those days will I pour out my spirit. He didn't say just on the pastor. He didn't say just the prophet. He didn't say the apostle. He said on all flesh. You can get excited that God has a portion for you. God has something just for you. God has an assignment just for you. God has a word just for you. God has something in your hand that is going to use you for this, for such a time as this. He wants to pour out his spirit on all flesh. God, and he shows no partiality. He wants to pour it out on all flesh, but we got to be in agreement and we got to get right and we got to obey and we got to submit because the Holy Spirit can't feel. Amen. Like I said, you can't drink two cups. I can't drink the cup of the devil and then think that I'm going to be filled with the spirit of God. He's not going to be able to operate in me if I'm drinking of the cup of the enemy. So I got to drink of the cup of the Lord and I got to humble myself and I got to submit and I got to obey and I got to believe and I have to have faith and I have to hope against hope, knowing that my God is faithful, knowing that that great and terrible day of the Lord is coming, that the spirit of God will pour out his spirit and we will begin to move in ways that we have never moved before. We will have power that we never had before. We will just be. Uh, the Bible says all creations is waiting for this opportunity, this moment in time where God released that anointing and released his spirit upon all flesh. All creations is waiting and groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. We got to get in alignment with God. We got to get right with God. Now is the time. Have it ever been before? You see the news. You hear the radio. You know what's going on, family. And I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to the bride. You see. You hear. It is time to get right. It is time to get right. It's not about you no more. It is about your children's children's children. You got to think about your grandbabies. You got to think about your nieces and your nephews that you, God can use you to be a deliverer. Amen. God can use you to be Moses. God can use you to be Joseph, but you got to trust in him. You got to submit to him. You got to obey to him. God want to use you in the earth for such a time as this, but you have to yield and drink of the cup of the Lord and not the cup of devils because God wants to use you. He want to pour his flesh. He wants to pour his spirit on your flesh, not just the pastor. Not just the prophet, not just the evangelizer. He wants to pour it out on all flesh. But the Holy Spirit can only operate where he's wanted. Hallelujah. 
where we submit. God is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. He will not make you do nothing. But if you are willing to yield your life as a living sacrifice unto him, he will, through, he will do great exploits. Great, the Bible says great exploits he will do in our life when we submit and humble ourselves to the spirit of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, verse 30. And I will show wonders in the heavens, in the earth, blood and fire and the pillars of smoke. And the sun shall be turned unto darkness and the moon unto blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance as the Lord have said in the, in the remnant whom the Lord shall call Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father God, we just bless you right now. We bless you right now as we heard your word, oh God. We bless you right now as we hear your heart, oh God. We bless you, oh God, and we say we repent, oh God. We repent, Lord, for our iniquity and our sin, oh God. We repent for our transgressions and our trespasses, oh God. We repent, oh Lord, for being disobedient and rebellious to your word, oh God. We repent for not having an ear to hear what your spirit was saying unto us. We say, Father, have mercy. We say, Father, Abba, Father, have mercy. For as it is written in your word, that if we repent, if we rend our heart with true repentance, oh God, that you will hear from heaven and that you will heal the land. Begin to move mightily today, Father, as your children come into an agreement Oh God, and say, Father, have mercy. Father, forgive us. Father, begin to move by your spirit as your ministers and as your priests come together globally, globally, and begin to come to the porch and the altars and begin to cry out for the children of God. Lord, have mercy, oh Lord, as we begin to gather the people one to another and as we get the children out of the streets, oh God, and as we tarry, oh God, and as we love. Love, oh God, have mercy, Jesus. Have mercy, oh God, for you are coming, oh Lord. You are about to leave your chambers, oh God, and the bride wants to be ready, oh Lord. Oh Father, have mercy on us today. Have mercy today, 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 oh God. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we cry out, oh God, as we humble ourselves, oh God, as we sit at your feet, oh God, have mercy today. Have mercy today. Have mercy on the church. Have mercy on the bride. She hasn't been faithful, oh God. Have mercy, oh Lord. But as it is written, you are the faithful husband married to the backslider. Have mercy today, oh God. We cry out for the body. We cry out for the orphan. We cry out for the widow. We cry out for the offended. We cry out for the rejected. We cry out, oh God, and we say, have mercy. We say, let your spirit move. We say, Lord, pour out your 
spirit. We say, Lord, align, oh God. We say, align, oh God. Let our mind be regulated, oh God. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit, by your spirit, by your spirit, oh God. Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. Begin to pour out on your sons and daughters and begin to loose the Begin to loose the former rain, oh God. Begin to loose the former rain, oh God. Begin to restore what the locusts and the caco worms and the caterpillar has eaten, oh God. Begin to move as we repent with a whole heart. Begin to move as we sanctify and set ourselves apart unto you and you alone. Begin to move, oh God, as we stand for righteousness, oh God. Begin to move as we abide in the vine, oh God. Begin to move, oh God, according to your word for the great and terrible day is coming, oh God. But if we pray, but if we pray, and if we rent our heart, and if we come to you, oh God, wholeheartedly, oh Lord, that you will repent your evil, oh God, and you will turn away your anger from us, oh God, and you will be blessed, oh God, and you will begin to bless us, oh God. You will begin to bless us, oh God. You will begin to bless us, oh God. Oh God, like never before. Wisdom like never before. Understanding like never before. Knowledge like never before, oh God. In all of our getting, we are to gain an understanding. And when we repent, you will release the blessing of understanding into the atmosphere that our eyes have not seen, nor have our ears heard, nor have it entered into our heart, which you have and stored for those who will love you and who will repent and who will sanctify themselves as a living sacrifice unto you and you alone. Oh God, have mercy tonight, oh Lord, as we come into agreement. Have mercy, oh God, as we come into agreement. Have mercy, oh God, for where there is unity, you commandeth a blessing. Every son, every daughter that comes in agreement, oh God, release the former rain, Release the former rain into their situation, into their lives, into their homes, into their marriage, into their bodies, wherever there needs a shift, wherever there needs a change, wherever there was a missed opportunity, wherever they were delayed, oh God, let the former rain come, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let the corn and the wine and the oil come, O God. In the name of Jesus, according to your word, Father. According to your word, as we believe, O God. We believe you at your word, that you are not man, that you should lie, O God. We believe you tonight. We believe you at your word, O God. So as we humble ourselves tonight, Lord, and we say, have mercy. We say, open up the eyes of our understanding. Lead us, O God, as we acknowledge you. Make our path straight. Guide us into all truths. Let your truth, O God, 
Let your truth, oh God, let your truth, oh God, let it illuminate every lie, every dark place, oh God, every deception, every deceiving thing in our lives. Let your truth, oh God, be the one thing that overrides and sit high in our lives, oh God. Let us live by your truth, oh God. Let us love by your truth, oh God. Let us walk by your truth, oh God, for you are the truth, the way, and the the life, oh God, truth in our inward parts, oh God, truth, oh Lord, we desire, oh Lord, release the truth, oh God, as we worship you and honor you and give praises to your holy name. Let truth, oh God, move us, oh Lord, into alignment, oh God, into an agreement with your spirit. Let your truth drive us to the highway and draw out the unbeliever. Let your truth, oh God, cause us to have a heart of compassion for the unbeliever. Let your truth, oh God, be the one thing that cause us to love past our feelings. Let your truth, oh God, begin to move and stir in our heart the belief of who you are. Let your truth, oh God, change our double-minded mind. Let your truth, oh God, change our heart. Let your truth, oh God, change our speech. Let your truth, oh God, be the thing that we stand on, oh Lord, for let God be true in everything else a lie. Let your truth, oh God, open our eyes. Let your truth, oh God, shed light on the enemy in his camp, in his demonic forces, in his plan. Let your truth, oh God, oh Lord, be the sword that we use for you are the truth, oh God, in the name of Jesus. As we cry out tonight and as we worship you tonight and as we thank you for being great gracious, for being merciful, for being kind, for being long-suffering. You are long-suffering, God. You old, oh God, Abbasi. You are long-suffering, oh God. You don't have to be patient with us, oh God, but you chose to. You chose to. You made a decision. You made a decision to be patient with your children, oh God, for while we were yet in our sin, Christ died. You made it in your mind that you was going to be long-suffering to a group of people that wouldn't even call on your name, that wouldn't even believe, that wouldn't love, that wouldn't trust, that wouldn't believe, and yet and still, you made up your mind to be long-suffering, oh God. We thank you for your long-suffering tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are worthy, oh God. We don't deserve it, oh God. We don't deserve it, oh God. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Have mercy, O oh God. For you inhabit the praises of your people, O oh God. Breathe fresh wind. Fresh wind, O oh God. Breathe into every dry bone, O oh God. Breathe into the nostrils of your children, O oh God. Quicken, fortify, strengthen, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. 
Cause us and draw us to the well, O God. Draw us to our knees, O God, that we will rent our heart with true repentance, O God. That you may be glorified in the earth. That your will will be done in the earth, O God. Have your way today, Father, in the name of Jesus. You are worthy to be praised. We honor you. We thank you. We glorify you for being good, for being a present help, for being a right now on time, God. As you begin to move by your spirit, oh God, we thank you. We thank you for it is finished. We thank you, oh God, for the wheat. We thank you for the oil and the wine and the corn, oh God. We thank you for the rain. We thank you for the rain. You are worthy. You are worthy. We thank you, oh God, in Jesus' name. Family, I love you. And I pray that you get excited for what's to come. I pray that you hear this and your heart is convicted. That you rent your heart that you rent your heart for true repentance that you turn away from your sin that you turn away from the things that you know that are not pleasing in the eyes of God only you know but the day of the Lord is coming he is coming and I don't want you to be left behind I don't want to be left behind So we got to get it right. And he has given us a blueprint. He has given us his plan. And how we can change. How we can change the heart of God. If my people. Hey. If my people. Who are called by my name. Would humble themselves. Repent. And turn from their wicked way. That I will hear from heaven and heal the land. If. If my people. Would you be one of the ones that would humble themselves and pray tonight? Would you be one of the ones that hear this and be be pulled in the spirit. Be stirred in the spirit. To go before your heavenly father. And make up your mind to drink of his cup. And not the cup of the enemy. Would you be one of the ones. That would stand in the gap. That will begin to pull people out of the highways and the byways. And not so concerned with yourself. But knowing that there is a greater plan. There's a greater stakes at hand. That what you do. Is not just upon you. But your children. And your children's children. For we serve a generational God. He's a generational God and he will either bless us generationally or he will curse us generationally. So it's up to you. But I pray tonight that you would be the one that chose blessings. That this day that you would choose life. That this day you will choose love. That this day you will choose the cup of the Lord. That this day you will choose to rent your heart. Humble yourself, cry out to the true and living God, and turn from your way. I love you, and until I speak to you again, be blessed.